Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. If you're new, welcome on in. If you're coming back, great to have you back. We're in the book of Galatians, in Galatians chapter 5 to be specific. Now here's what's going on. Paul had spent a lot of time in the region of Galatia. He had planted probably three or four congregations there, and they were doing great while he was there. I mean, they were soaring. They were learning the truth. They were loving the Lord. They were loving each other. They were advancing the gospel, but then he left. <laughs> We've all heard the phrase, right? When the, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Well, they took this to a new level. Not only did they begin to slide back on Paul's teaching, but they even began to question if he was a creditable person or not. And so Paul's writing them this letter to all these churches, and he says this, Now you were running well. Who's hindered you from obeying the truth? So the first thing he recognizes is, look, I know there are people there influencing you because you were doing so great. Here's what Paul's inferring, and I bet you know this to be true. I guarantee you know this to be true. When you begin to get off your seat and into the game with the gospel and really tracking with the Lord, I mean, Jesus becomes the object of your passion and love. When your Christianity and your faith moves from cerebral to action, when it moves from tradition to to, to effectiveness. When you begin to make those shifts, there will be people who want to hinder your progress. There just will. There'll be people who are convicted. They don't want to see you move ahead because here's what happens. When you really begin to move and walk with the Lord, you separate yourself from people who are just pretending or who are not really ready, frankly, really ready to sell out to the Lord and do the work uh, of the gospel. So he's saying, look, who's hindered you from doing this? He goes on, he says this, now this persuasion is not from him who calls you. He is saying, it is not God who's telling you to go back to a different religious system. Remember, most of these people, certainly not all, but, but most were called out of Judaism, which was hyper-legalistic. The purpose of the law was to inform everybody under the law that they needed a savior. <laughs> because no matter how good you were, you weren't simply going to be able to keep the law. And so it's not God telling you to go back to the law. God gave the law to point you to this moment and this time to the person of Jesus. So, so he said, look, you can't, you can't go back that way. And now there were other people. Think about this. Okay, there were some other people in the area who were worshiping false gods, who had no connection at all to the God of the universe. People who worshiped gods like Artemis or uh, Pan or Zeus, or any of the others. And he's saying, look, don't go back there. All those were, and all those are today, are stone statues. They can't do anything for your life. Then he brings out a warning, and he says this in verse 9. A little leaven leavens the whole up. Now, what does that mean? Leaven is like yeast or anything that causes bread, dough, to rise so you can bake it. Now, during Passover, they were called to get do away with leavened bread. It was called the bread of haste um, because it takes time for the bread to rise. They were called to get rid of it. And matter of fact, they were so strict on it, they had to take all the leaven out of their house. Now, not just clean their pots and pans, but they had to get it out because they didn't want any chance for this bread to be polluted by even a little bit of leaven. Because here's what's true about yeast or leaven. Just a little bit affects a whole lot. And, and so Paul is saying, he's using that illustration to say, look, a little bit of bad teaching can lead you down a bad road. When you get down the road of your life, you'll be way off the mark. Now, if you've ever flown or been in a boat, 
this is how it works. If you're navigating from one point to another uh, and you're just a little bit off at the beginning, your direction, your azimuth, the fire, your, your direction was just a little bit off, the, the further you go, right, the farther you're away from the point you want to hit. Because as you go, that angle increases. And it works like that in false teaching. It might just be a little bit of leaven today, a little bit of falsehood. But as you move down your life, that little bit becomes a big thing and impacts your life in a profound way. So Paul say, look, you've got to protect yourself. Then he goes on, he says this. Now I have confidence in the Lord that you will um, take no other view and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. He's saying, look, I have confidence you're going to come back. You're going to come back to faith. And whoever's guilty, they're going to have to answer for it. Then he goes on in verse 11. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. <laughs> Uh, now, that's pretty direct. He is saying, look, I'm telling you, you don't have to preach circumcision. You do not have to become a Jew, right? I'm preaching the cross. And matter of fact, these people are so repugnant to the truth, I wish that they would emasculate themselves. <laughs> now, the truth is vital. Error is serious. It is vital that you're in a church connected with the body, connected with the system that teaches the truth of God's word that reinforces it. Because as you move down the road of your life, those little bitty pieces of error will, listen, will cause you to get way off the mark. And that is not God's will for you. Man, his will for you is to walk in peace and joy, fulfillment and truth and power over the circumstances that you face and the enemy that attacks and to have unbelievable grace <laughs> for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for the day. Now, Father, I pray that you be with each person who's listening to this podcast. Help them, Father, to walk in grace today and in truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God bless you guys. And guess what? We'll be with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.